going on everyone this is the popcorn hero show and today we'll be doing our oscar extravaganza yeah yeah the 2021 93rd academy awards to mm-hmm. be exact i am our armando. predictions <laughs> yes uh, i am armando with me as always is pedro what's going hello, on hello hello i'm good what's man. happening chilling nice all right pedro like we do almost every year i think we didn't do it last year though I think we skipped last I think, year. I think we did it last year. Or I Fuck, think we I did a recap. But I don't think we did the pre-show. Whatever. Anywho, we're doing the pre-show today. Our predictions and what we think is going to win. Um, So, we usually start at the bottom of the list for things people don't really care about. Working mm-hmm. our way up to the tippity top. Yes, sir. So, Pedro, I have my list ready of things I think is going to win. What about mm-hmm. you? I have most of it. I'm gonna fill some in as I as I think it through. All right. But I have most of them. I have most of them ready. <clears throat> Great. Then let's kick it off. Then we'll be yeah. doing best visual effects as our first mm-hmm. nominations, and the noms are Love and Monsters, The Midnight Sky, Mulan, The One and Only Ivan, and Tenet. Pedro. Yeah. What do you think is going to win from Best Visual Effects? So I actually think they're going to go with Tenet just because their visual effects are pretty amazing. They did something very original with making things go in reverse while certain characters were going like regular through time, forward through time. So it was just like perfect blend of both. And one of the scenes I loved in that movie so much is the, uh, the building that like blew up and then it rewound and then it blew up again like yeah. i was just like how the fuck did they do that like pretty much there were so many effects in there that i was like i don't know how you did that like you know of course the hallway fight was uh was one of yeah, the best scenes it was so really good that I was just think that they're perfectly. gonna i think that they're gonna give it to that just because it looks like it was very practical but we all know they they used plenty of computer you know yeah graphics for the for sure I think that's the beauty of Nolan films, you know, that he he uses the visual effects spiralingly to kind of enhance his regular practical effects that Mm -hmm. he's doing outside. Yeah. So I agree with you. I think he's going to go to Tenet also. Yeah. I just think it's more subtle than the others because, you know, you got Love and Monsters obviously has like the CG monsters. Midnight Sky was very science fiction-y. I wouldn't say science fiction yet. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that's science fiction. Yeah, it is. That's a Cody one, right? Yeah. It was very space- Space yeah. <laughs> I guess that's the best way to say it. Uh, unless so. it looks, unless it looks so good that it compares to Gravity. I think Gravity won, right? That yeah, one, right? Gravity won that one time. Yep. Uh, yeah. maybe I know they won cinematography. I can't remember if they yeah. won visual effects. I don't remember. But yes, uh, if they are going that route, I I can see that as well. And um, then you have Mulan, which it obviously had. It was had its visual effects, of course, but you know we didn't really care for that one. And then you got the one and only Ivan, which and, is the one the, with you know the, the CG it looked mons- good. Uh, CG animals, not monsters. There you go, animals. Thank you. It yeah. looked good though. I liked it. it it's I didn't no see that one. I, I I saw it was on uh, on Disney Plus. I didn't get a chance to see it, yeah. but it's not. It's a uh, um, the Cranston uh, Brian Cranston movie, and uh, his voice. A lot of famous people are voices on those animals. So. Oh, okay. It so we a, both agree. It's a cute movie. It's a cute movie. But definitely Tenet will take this one. We both agree on Tenet. All right, let yep. me mark that for me, and I'm going to put for you also. I'm going to put an A next to it, so I know mm-hmm. you put that one too. Yeah. 
All right. What we got up next? Next up is Best Sound. And the noms are Greyhound, Mank, News of the World, Soul, and Sound of Metal. With this one, I went with Sound of Metal. I agree. Yeah, just just <laughs> for the fact that like it it it, it puts you in a perspective of him a lot, and you yes. you heard things through him, and I think that that was amazingly it was well done. It was fascinating. Right. Um. You know, and for those done... that don't know, for for those that don't know, the movie was about this guy that goes deaf. Yeah. Yeah. So so you, so yeah, the movie did a great job. I agree with you. The movie did a great job of putting you in his. In his, P, yeah, POV of his hearing, and then yeah, you're, you're so, hearing what he hears, or yeah. or the lack of hearing. So yeah, exactly. I love how they they use sound in that movie. Um, you know, Greyhound was a a decent movie, and it's a that ship, um, war movie with um, yeah, Tom the Cruise, war movie with Tom Hanks. It was okay. You know, it was the Apple, right? The Apple one, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. It, it was okay. You know, um, uh, nothing there stood out for me. Uh, you saw right. Mank. What do you think about Mank? Did anything stand out for you in sound? I mean, I could see why it got a nom. It still is the odd one here, but I could see why it got it because uh, the movie was filmed to look like it was a film from the 20s. So there were a couple moments in the film where they make the voices or the sound seem like it's coming out of a TV from the 20s from like an old movie. So they Mm -hmm. gave it that like, oh, am I really listening to this or am I listening to it? within another movie type type feel and it's a cool effect and i could see why i got some noms for it but i don't see anything past that yeah um news of the world i don't know what that is news of the world is another tom hanks one that's the one where he um he's uh delivering letters i believe mm, i don't think i've seen that yeah one. it's like it's like turn of the century the beginning of mail post office oh <laughs> all right i could be totally wrong on that last part but i know it has to do with him traveling the world to deliver news that's the all biggest right. point of it okay <laughs> got great um, reviews I, I i gotta see it but i'm guessing it's got its action thriller moments okay i could be wrong on that yeah though. And, and soul has great sound for sure yes soul, soul is really good soul to me was uh if sound of metal wasn't on this list i would have gave it to soul yeah, I agree with you, definitely. Right, so we're in a, yeah, we're in agreement here. Uh, Sound of Metal will win best sound. Yeah, yeah. So I'll put you as well here. Okay. By the way, I, I I did like how they um mixed the categories together. Yeah, best sound it makes this year. Completely more sense. Right. It used to be uh, sound editing, and then it was I can't remember for the life of me what the other one sound is. Mixing. Sound mixing. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Yeah, it just makes sense. Best sound just makes mm-hmm. sense overall. Right. Um, you know, if if they wanted to add a category here, they should just add you know best stunts or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. Those motherfuckers deserve to be, you know, to get a category of their own. Stunt teams are lifeblood of a lot of movies now. You know, yes, I agree with that. But a lot of movies that are nominated for Oscars don't do stunts. You know, you get a lot of dramas. You get a lot of like yeah, plays, and that's and that's the point. So now yeah. you get you get stunts from various of various things, you know. You yeah, you'll get uh action or regular just falling or you know some shit like that, you know. Yeah, I just I just think that stunts deserve to be recognized, especially that you know if you if your choreography is not 
good. It doesn't the whatever yeah, yeah. action thing you have is not great, you know. Mm-hmm. It could just be best choreography, you know. They can yeah. just mix it with you know any type of choreography with you know stunts. It could be one category in themselves. Um, next up, we have best short live action. Mm. And the noms are feeling through the letter room, the present, two distant strangers, and a white eye. All right, Pedro. All <laughs> right. Is, what would you give it to? So uh, you and I, we both watched four of the five because yeah. we were we were able to find them everywhere except letter room was on amazon but you had to sign up for something else yeah. and i didn't want to go through it and obviously you didn't want to go through that no. either no i don't want to subscribe so, to an app and pay five dollars just to watch a short yeah but that being said i watched the other four mm-hmm. and honestly i'm gonna give it to feeling through damn I really my boy yeah <laughs> that, i really that show was so good <laughs> it was so good dude that's the oh one um so for those that don't know, Feeling Through is essentially this, because um, it is a short film, I'm not going to ruin it. I'm literally just going to give you the premise, which is this guy meets up with this older gentleman who is blind, deaf and, blind. and blind and deaf, and he needs help crossing the street. And then uh, goes that's from it. there. Yeah, that's pretty much it. That's, that's the gist of it. That's the gist of it. And I thought it was so good, man. It was just such a nice, wholesome sad innocent i don't know it was just a, a, a yeah. lot of words to describe it, it, it but it, 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 it caught it me in the feels. feels yeah for yeah. sure hands down that it stayed with me even after watching it i was just like mm-hmm. fuck that was that was deep it was a powerful short so yeah. much was pres- was presented in such a small little sample and it was just great yeah. um you know we didn't uh, we didn't get to see the letter room um the present um it was good i just I don't think it was better than feeling through. You know, the president no. is essentially a husband tries to buy a gift from for his wife. Yeah, but they're in uh, but, where? But 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 in order to do that, he needs to, to cross the cross, cross the border to Palestine, yeah, and yeah, that yeah. border is infamous for being fucking hard to get through because both sides absolutely hate each other, like mm-hmm. racist against each other, essentially. So it's just the trouble of him having to cross the border. And and go with the present. So that's that the movie is his journey. Which that was also a good one. Um, yeah, it was good. And it was very sad just to see like, man, the shit that these people in this area have to go through. So I, I definitely got some feels off of that one too. Yeah, but. I for sure did, but I don't think it's better than feeling through. <laughs> Agreed. Um we have two distant strangers, which was mm-hmm. also pretty good. Um pretty well acted also. Uh, yeah. you know, the story of uh of a guy in a time loop, essentially. Yes. Um, and it was good. I really liked it. I just don't think it's better than Philly True. <laughs> no, I, I don't. Uh, th- th- I had I had a problem with this movie only because some of the dialogue came off as very cheesy. And I don't know if it was the acting or really just the script. It must but have been the writing. I did like, I, I did like that Joey Badass uh, was in it. Yeah, he's, he's, such, he's really good, dude. I, I he didn't... is. So he's in Mr. Robot. And he's yeah, a reoccurring Orlando character. Says. Yeah. He's a reoccurring character there. And he's one of my fave characters in the series. And I'm like, man, I wonder why he doesn't do more stuff. And I'm watching this and I'm looking at him and I'm like, that looks like him, but it's not him. And then when I saw the credits, I'm like, oh shit, it is him. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, he did pretty good. But there's yeah, just something a little, a little off about it. 
but I did like the idea. I guess the reason why I, I didn't enjoy this one as much was just because there's a Twilight Zone episode, one of the new Twilight Zone episodes, that's also about a time loop, and it does deal with race issues. So it's like I kind of saw this already in a way. So it's like, mm. Yeah, I agree. That's the I think that's when it comes to dealing with race issues. I think that's why I like feeling through so much because it it gives you that positive feeling of race issues. You know, um, after seeing so much darkness when it comes to race being presented to you, this is good way of just kind of like giving you that without having you try to give you a message or something. You know, right, right. Yeah, th- this movie, this uh, movie was more for like showing the trauma that that people go through oh for sure and, over and over and over again yeah and 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 it did a good job of proving its point but there was just something off about it and i can't i can't quite place it i think it was the the, the actor or the cop there was something off no I, I think I, all that I, was, I just couldn't get into it for me what made it off is um how it just kept ha- hammering it onto you how, how oh it, yeah, yeah it kept yeah. trying to it, shove it was, the message on your throat and, yeah it was on the nose and and again i hate that with anything i hate when people try to shove a message on my throat you know and mm-hmm. trying to make it obvious out there so overall the the short is great like you need to watch it if you haven't seen it watches on netflix it's definitely worth a watch uh yeah. but it's still not better than feeling through in my mm-hmm. eyes and uh white eye which yeah I, which one was white eye again i remember it okay so That's, this one is in uh it an, it's the one with the bicycle oh yeah yeah i, I didn't care for it you know, okay, I liked it, but it was more from a technical standpoint because the whole thing was in a, a single take. The whole thing was in a single take. I didn't notice yeah. that. The whole thing was in a single take, and I thought, technical-wise, I thought it was great. I just didn't know what the movie was trying to tell me. I felt race, like it was try, it, it, trying to tell me something. It's dealing with race and immigration issues. Yes, it definitely was the immigration part. Because they were all immigrants. <clears throat> right, right, right. And they were both like were uh, illegal. I honestly would, nah, I don't, I'm, nah, nah, feeling through was so damn good that, uh, yeah. I was going to say if feeling through wasn't there, I'd probably give it a wide eye, but honestly, nah, feeling through, if was feeling so through wasn't here, I would have given it to, do, to, uh, to, I would have given it to, two distant strangers. Maybe. I, I'm I torn enjoyed, between those two. I enjoyed two distant strangers so much, but I think yeah. feeling through overall as an entirety, yeah. it stayed with me more. And I, 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 yeah, definitely. And I enjoyed that so much. I think so, I think two distant strangers would have stayed more with me if, if they didn't shove this message down my throat. And yes, that's probably that, what it is. Because it would it would have let me stay with him. Like oh shit, like it, this it, feels it was bad. um it was holding my hand too much. Yeah. So yeah. we didn't watch Letter Room, but I looked up what it was about. So it's about a corrections officer that gets transferred to the prisoner's letter room, and then he starts reading the letters of death row inmates. That's the gist. Shit. Sounds pretty cool, actually. It does. <laughs> Too bad. And it has Oscar Isaac in it. <laughs> I know. I, w- I was really excited to watch that one because I'm like, oh, look, he's in it. And then when I saw that that paywall, I'm like, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, it's not paying for a short. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's unfortunate we couldn't do what we we what we done previous years at AMC where they give us all the shorts and docs. Right. And, I know. That right, was so. the big, that was the problem. Yeah. Oh, yeah. well. Next, Next time, time, baby. All right. <laughs> Next up is Best short animated mm-hmm. and the noms are burrow genius loci or loki whatever you want to call it if anything happens i love you opera yes people so pedro 
I didn't see anything but Burrow from this list. <laughs> so yeah, same. You illuminate me on what I should choose here. Yeah, I'm gonna say. Okay, so we could read down the read read the the scripts and see what's up. All right, so let's start with Burrow. <clears throat> so Burrow is about a young rabbit who tries to build the burrow of her dreams and then becomes embarrassed each time she accidentally digs into another neighbor's home. That's it. That's Burrow. Cute. It's on Disney Plus if you guys want to see it. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed it. That's the only one I saw, just like you. <laughs> <laughs> the other one is called Genius Loki. And the this one is about, says, One night rain, a young loner, sees the urban chaos as a mystical oneness that seems alive. Like some sort of guide. So this look actually I'm looking at the art for it and it looks very trippy. Mm. Alright. And then we got If Anything Happens, I Love You. This one is about. Here it is. It's a beautifully illustrated animated short that takes us on an extraordinary emotional journey of two parents struggling to overcome the hurt left by a tragic event that leaves their family changed forever. Mm. It almost the art makes it look like a children's book. Ooh, it says it's on Netflix. I should have looked that what? up and watched it. Mm-hmm. Damn, I should have saw that then. I know that one has it has the big red N on it. So I, I missed out on watching that one. I mean, I, I'll watch it right after the episode now that I know. But um, I'm have to yeah, look that up. Let me see how it looks. It looks like a children's book. And the next one is called Opera. And it says here, driven by the spirits of Bosch, Michelangelo, and Botticelli, and more, Eric portrays, in his own signature whimsical and surreal way, the human society and history filled with beauty and absurdity. Hmm. That actually sounds really cool. Hmm. <clears throat> All right. I'm, I'm, I'm pondering whether I should change my, <laughs> my vote. Yeah, That's me too. Why. <laughs> I, I'm thinking of going if anything happens I love you alright so the last one is called Yes People one morning an eclectic mix of people face the everyday battle such as work school and dishwashing as the day progresses their relationships are tested and ultimately their capacity to cope hmm interesting I would love to see me so- all these man that one also um, sounds intriguing yeah I'm gonna go with uh, if anything happens I love you I'm gonna it looks deeper. go. Yeah, let me change my vote. We put I, I put Burrow because it's the only me one too. I saw. But now <laughs> that I'm reading what these are about, I think I think I'm gonna go with opera. Okay. I like I like the idea of opera. And what did which one did you say? If anything happens, if anything happens, I love you. Okay, let's do that. Yeah. Damn, I got. I'm so mad that AMC fucked us this year because it's the Rona, man. Yeah, yeah, they did. They, they wouldn't they, make they money. Sh- so a month before the Oscars, they had the showings where you can see these, and then they cut it off two weeks before the Oscars starts, and that's normally the time when we do this. So they cut it off right at the week that we were going to do this. So yeah. a little a little annoying. <clears throat> it is what it is, man. Yeah, man. All right, next up, we have Best Production Design, and the noms are The Father, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, Mank, News of the World, Tenant. All right, Pedro. What did you select for this one? Ah, uh, I actually didn't vote for this one yet. Um, mm. 
I'm torn between two, actually. This no, is an interesting but... one. So, after I watched Father, I went, I watched Mank, and I was like, damn, Mank's gonna take it. And then I watched Father, and I'm like, oof. Father did a really good job, because, so, best production design is, it's the overall feel and look of the production, including the props, the graphics, the sets, like everything, just to give Mm -hmm. it the feel of the movie. And I'm like, damn, the father did that perfectly, you know? Mm-hmm. But then you had Tenet that was like big, you know, those fucking mm-hmm. nuts. And yeah. News of the World, uh, we haven't seen it, but I'm guessing nah. it was also pretty big. Ma Rainey also had a really good, nice, small set. Yeah, um, Ma-, Ma Rainey felt like a play to me, and that's why I chose it. Mm, I think that's a good one to choose. So but to me, Ma the Rainey. father felt like a play. And yeah, Mank, was. of yeah. course, Mank made everything look like it was straight out of the 20s, 30s. Mm-hmm. So this one's actually a really tough one for me. So I'm going to rule out News and Tenet. So that leaves yeah. Father, Ma Rainey, and Mank. I'm going to rule out Ma Rainey mm-hmm. to try something different. Okay. And I'm going for Father on this one. Father? Okay. Yeah. Just because it was such an original idea, and I think the production design did a really good job of focusing the point of the film so i'm gonna give okay. it to that and you right. said ma rainey so let's i say ma, ma rainey okay yeah i'm gonna skip these next two here and go straight to best makeup and hairstyling okay <clears throat> let's do it the noms are emma mm-hmm. hillbilly lg ma rainey's black bottom mank pinocchio mm-hmm. ah, i'm not sure on this one dude um, um... makeup and hair this is hard. I got my choice for I got my choice for this one. What you got? I'm gonna put Ma Rainey's on this one. Ma Rainey, interesting. I think mm. they did a really good job of um putting Viola Davis to make it look like um Ma Rainey. Ma Rainey, of course. Yeah. And um but not even just that. It was just the hairstyle of everyone in there to make it look like they were straight from that era. Same thing. Same idea as Mank, actually. They did a really good job of making it feel like I'm there in that I, time. I feel the problem with Mank is that you pretty much only saw the hairstyling. So you couldn't really see the makeup and how everybody looked yeah, on it because it was black I mean, and white. So I would agree. The- I would go with Ma Rainey on this one. Yeah. Do you also agree? Yeah. Yeah. So I Emma, I saw, and, and Emma looked like a typical Victorian piece. Yeah, so I'm going to jump to the say, next one on that one. I'm gonna, I'll, I'll, oh. I'll, 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 you'll see why. You'll see why. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then I haven't seen Hillbilly Elegy. So Me neither. I and it says garbage, so I'm not going to watch it. Exactly. So there's so much. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Brr, not hate behind it. There's so much. It's just ah, bad press, I, dude. It just sucks. That, yeah, yeah. But there's another word for bad press. But yes, that's essentially what it is. There's so much bad mm. press around it that I don't think this movie's going to win anything. Because, yeah. you know, at the end of the day, the Oscars are very political. They really yeah, are. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So I, I think that one's like a dead giveaway of no. And now yeah. Pinocchio, I have heard a couple people say that the Pinocchio movie, which I haven't even seen a trailer for, honestly. I just saw a poster for it and it looked a little on the creepy side, which is pretty cool. Mm. Is this the yeah. wait, wait? Is this the Pinocchio from uh, Tim Burton? No, oh. no, no. It's not Tim Burton. You're 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 thinking of the one that's gonna have Tom Hanks. No, oh, okay. that one's upcoming. 
That oh, one's okay, upcoming. Okay, okay. This one yeah, was this a, uh, an international one. I believe this was an Italian one. Don't quote oh, okay. me on that. I, I know okay. it's an international film. And uh, okay. it's, it's it's gotten pretty good reviews. Nice. <laughs> it was one of the ones that I was going to try and watch. But mm. yeah, so I'm going with Ma Rainey. You agree? Yeah, Ma Rainey. I agree. Ma Rainey. All right, what were All you right. going to say? Next up, we're going to go to Best Costume Design. And the noms are Emma, oh, okay. Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, mm. Mank, Mulan, and Pinocchio. Here, I'm going to mm. go with Emma. That's what mm. I was telling you. Got it. it it's not going to win makeup and styling, but I think it will win costume design because I think people love the Victorian style. Yes. And whenever they, whenever a Victorian movie comes out, people are always slobbering over it. So That is true. You're not wrong on that. So I'm going with Emma. Um, I'm going to still stick with Ma Rainey. Interesting. Okay. I'm going to stick with Ma Rainey on this one. It was either Ma Rainey or Mank for me. And mm. I also don't think Mulan's going to win it because that one also nah. has controversy. And that movie sucked anyways. And yeah, it wasn't good. So I'm going to go with Ma Rainey on this one. I think it's, I think Ma Rainey's going to win one of them. So I might as well just put them in both and see. <laughs> In my, my in my mind, in my mind, I got a 50-50 shot. I could be yeah. totally wrong, but who knows? At this point, yeah. All right. Yeah. Next up, we have best original song. And the noms okay. are Fight For You, which was for Judas and the Black Messiah. Mm-hmm. Hear My Voice for the Trial of the Chicago 7. Uh, Husavik for Eurovision Song Contest. Lo Cicin. The Life Ahead, La Vida Devante Ace, mm-hmm. and Speak Now, One Night in Miami. What did you choose for this, Pedro? So I listened to all the songs on YouTube. Nice. <laughs> you see, you're, you're smarter than me. <laughs> I looked up all the music videos, and I was like, let me listen to them. The only one I didn't hear is the One Night and the Italian one. So... um. I thought the Eurovision one was really funny, but I yeah. don't think it's going to win. I, I chose it, it, Eurovision. It, it, <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> that song stuck with me, dude. It, I just it kept playing in my head after I watched the movie. Because the thing is, when I looked it up, I saw the entire scene of the movie. So you mm-hmm. just see the whole family like cheering them on. Uh, so I, I, I thought it was a pretty funny scene, but I'm not going to choose that one. I was torn between two of them. I was torn between Fight For You from Judas or Speak Now and One Night in Miami. Mm. So... I actually really, really like um, uh, Leslie Odom Jr. from, mm. um, oh my God, did I just blank One out? One Night in Miami. The, uh, no, but uh, Hamilton. There you go. Hamilton uh. is what I was thinking of. I love him from Hamilton fame. He was like my favorite character. <laughs> and I thought he was one of the better actors on that in that play. So seeing him in One Night in Miami, I also thought he like stole the movie. He was the best actor there. So seeing him be nominated for his own song in there, I'm going to give it to him for that because it's like, man, this guy like did fucking everything in that movie and he killed it. So I'm going to go with that just because I really like him so much. And maybe they're not going to give him the supporting actor and just give him the song. <laughs> so yeah. I'm going with Speak Now, One Night in Miami. Interesting. And you went. Okay. I'm going with uh, Eurovision. You're, you're, you're sticking to your guns on that one? Yeah, for sure. All right, let me. It's put so you catchy, here. dude. Such a good. Song. It was, it was catchy, and it seemed like a funny. scene. I didn't see the movie, but it looked like a funny scene in the movie. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Next up, best original score. 
we ah, have the score the five bloods uh terence blanchard mank trent reznor and atticus ross minari emil mosetti news of the world james newton howard soul trent reznor atticus ross and john bastit batiste wow dude that's crazy atticus and trent two, two times noms. two noms and let me tell you their music in Mank was fucking excellent. It felt like it was from that time, like very well done. It had mm. like that noir feel to it. Yeah. And I honestly would have gave it to them if they didn't do Soul. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's the same thing I want. Soul was amazing, dude. Yes. The music there, the transitions they had from, you know, the mm-hmm. tech to the jazz. And it was just, it was amazing. It was on point. Yes. Yeah. Definitely uh, the John Baptiste Baptiste part where he added his jazz. Oh, my God. It did such a great job of flowing the music together and at the same mm-hmm. time making them so different that you know what parts, what worlds in the movie you're in. Exactly. It elevated the movie for sure. A hundred percent. So I think this is one of the easiest categories. I yeah. am like 99% sure that this one's going to win. It's either uh, them the old- or them, it's essentially. Right, right, right. But I'm definitely leaning towards this them and not the other one. <laughs> yeah. So five, five Bloods, I don't even remember the music for Five nah. Bloods. Uh, nah. Mank, like I said, Mank was good. Minari, I did like the music for Minari, but you know yeah. what? It's it didn't not, stand it, out, though. It didn't stand out, and News of the World we didn't see, so we don't know that nah. one either. But, yeah. Soul, but Soul was really good. Soul, the, the score is so pivotal for mm-hmm the plot of soul that it goes hand in hand that it's it's needed it's necessary and it and it, and it helped communicate the movie better so absolutely yeah. absolutely so so we nice. are in we're in agreement right there we're in agreement all right on that one. all right let's go we're getting closer to the most important things mm-hmm. so let's jump to best film editing okay okay and the noms yeah. are the father nomadland Promising Young Woman, Sound of Metal, The Trial of the Chicago Seven. Mm-hmm. Pedro, I think we might be in agreement here. This is going to go to I, the father. Yes. So uh, before I watched, because you and I watched The Father last night, before I watched The Father, I was going to give it to Trial of the Chicago Seven. Mm-hmm. And then I watched Promising Young Woman. And I'm like, yeah, that's pretty good. But then yeah, I watched The fine. Father. And then I watched Father and I'm like, nah, dude, this is nah. this is great. The way they stitched that movie together was insane. Yeah, it was such a great, great idea. Um, yeah, the certain deja vu moments—it was just perfect. It was just perfect. And, the way and, they how, did and it. how you felt lost sometimes, and I think that's yeah. just—you—you—you you, you were next to him in that moment. You're like, oh my god, I don't know what's going on here. Yeah, absolutely that's, best yeah. part. Uh, the Nomadland e- editing eh. was good, yeah, was but right. you know, it didn't. It wasn't pivotal to the movie. Oh well, all of editing is pivotal to the movie. Let me of rephrase course. that. It is the pace. But but it didn't help. It wasn't part of the movie. <laughs> yeah, it, it it wasn't that extra umph that father yeah. did. That's, the father that's essentially is the what editing of father is essentially part of the movie. Like the editing yeah. is so essential. If not, then we wouldn't be as good as it is. Right, right, right. <laughs> so, um, no, I agree. Yeah, I agree. Good point there. All right, next up we have best cinematography. And okay. the noms are mm-hmm. Judas and a Black Messiah, Mank, News of the World, Nomadland, The Child of Chicago 7. What did you get for this one, Pedro? 
I haven't answered it yet, but I'm running it through my head right now. And I am honestly going to give it to Nomadland. Wow. I went with Judas. I love how the show was filmed. Yeah. Yeah, Judas did a really good job, too. Trial did a really good job. Mank, Mank, yeah. Mank, Mank, Mank did a good job. I really enjoyed the way Judas was filmed, the yeah. way it looked. It, it, it felt very sophisticated, you know? And... When I compared that to the Harriet Tubman movie, movie Harriet, I'm like, oh my god, like <laughs> it's just like night and day, you know. It's just mm-hmm. the pacing of the movie was so good, mm-hmm. you know the the way things looked, the way it was framed. I'm just like, ah, this is like fucking A plus cinematography here. It's yeah. a miracle they didn't put Tenet here because Tenet usually has good cinematography, in my opinion. Yeah, you're talking about Nolan. Yeah, yeah, no the movie. Yeah. So I'm, yeah, it's a miracle yeah. that they didn't put uh, Tenant here. Yeah, I'm surprised. Um, hmm, hmm, hmm. I'm torn between Mank and Nomadland now. Okay, I'm gonna give it to Nomadland. Nomad. I just think okay. no. Yeah, the reason why I'm giving it to Nomad actually is because I thought yes, that's it. Great scenery because yeah. the movie literally is about traveling, and they just had such great. Um, ah, I'm fumbling on the name of the shots. The uh, the shots that they where they just show the whole setting. There's a word the scenic for it. shots. <laughs> yeah, something like scenery that. establishing shots? establishing ah shots. establishing shots. Okay, they have great establishing shots, and um, I don't know. I just thought it was so great. It just had this nice always sunset feel with the purples, the pinks. Yeah, <laughs> I think nah, it was a great I job. Agree. I just for me, it just like I, I didn't I didn't think it was that special. I've seen it before. And that's my thing. Like, I just didn't. It didn't stand out for me, you know. And that's mm-hmm. why I, I wouldn't vote for Nomadland. It just felt like any other indie movie, trying to mm-hmm. be artsy. So, I mean, that's why it will win because it's artsy. Exactly. So. That's my thinking. That's my yeah, thinking of it for sure. All right, let's jump to the docs. The and docs. first up is best documentary short. Yeah, and, and if you are the like noms are. Colette, a concierto is a conversation. Do not split. Hunger Ward, a love song for Latasha. I did not see any of these because, again, we weren't able to go to AMC and watch them all. Yep, same here. So, so let's read the synapses and I'm going to tell you guess. right now. So, Colette is about Nazi-occupied France. Resistance took courage. 75 years later, facing one's ghosts may take even more. Mm. So it looks like uh, it's this old woman is looking back at Nazi-occupied friends. And I believe okay. that's her granddaughter? I don't know. Could be. Them talking about it. So that's Colette. Okay. The next one is a con here it is a concepto is a conversation and this one is a virtuoso jazz pianist and film composer tracks his family's lineage through his 91 year old grandfather from jim crow florida to the walt disney concert hall interesting hmm hmm the next one is do not split do not split 
2019, Hong Kong was rocked by the largest protest since Britain handed back the area to China in 1997. This is the story of the protest, told through a series of demonstrations by local protesters that escalate into conflict when highly armed police appear on the scene. Hmm. The next one is Hunger Ward. Filmed from inside two of the most active therapeutic feeding centers in Yemen, Hunger Ward documents two female healthcare workers fighting to thwart the spread of starvation against the backdrop of a forgotten war. And then the last one, a love song for Latasha. The injustice surrounding the shooting death of 15-year-old Latasha Harlins at a South Central Los Angeles store became a flashpoint for the city's 1992 civil uprising. That one's on Netflix. A... We also didn't uh, see that one. Damn. Fuck. I know. Fuck. We were slacking. <laughs> Damn. I'm gonna go with uh, "Do Not Split." I like how that sounded. Um, I like the idea of the concerto. I like the idea of this guy tracking down his lineage, and then you got Jim Crow, Florida, and Walt Disney thrown into the mix. It sounds <laughs> fucking bonkers. <laughs> so I'm gonna give it to concerto. Cool. Or concerto. You said oh, do not you. split? All right, do not split. Go. I liked how all do right. not split sounded. Yeah. All right. These are all really interesting. Yeah. Next up, best documentary feature. And Pedro, all right. I'll give it to you. So you could read the, the ah, title okay, and yes. then the synopsis. These so, are best documentary feature. And the noms are? Yes. And just like the shorts, we did not see these. So the noms are collective Crip Camp, The Mole Agent, My Octopus Teacher, and Time. So, The Collective. <laughs> the Collective right. follows a crack team of investigators at the Romanian newspaper Gazeta as they try to uncover a vast healthcare fraud that enriched moguls and... Did I say wrong? Moguls and Mogul politicians scam. and led to the death of innocent citizens. Scandal. Whoa. Scandalous. <clears throat> Crip camp. Down the road from Woodstock, a revolution blossomed at a ramshackled summer camp for teenagers with disabilities, transforming their lives and igniting a landmark movement. I did not know that's what it was going to be about. I thought Crip camp and I thought the Crips. So. Me too. I did not think I it was, was going to be about, I did not think it was going to be a summer camp for teens with disabilities. What a twist. <laughs> so I guess it, it's supposed to be crippled camp, but they just call it yes, crip camp. Yeah, exactly. The next one is The Mole Agent, which this one I actually did see all over Hulu, but I didn't click it. Uh, <laughs> I, I focused on the best pictures with the little oh, amount, sure, little yeah, amount of time I had left, so... This one is about a private investigator in Chile hires someone to work as a mole at a retirement home where a client of his suspects the way where a client of his suspects the caretakers of elder abuse. Nice. And then we got my octopus teacher next. A filmmaker forges an unusual friendship with an octopus living in South African kelp forest, learning as the animal shares the mysteries of her world. That actually sounds kind of sweet. Mm -hmm. And then the last one is called Time. 
there it is. <laughs> I was like, where's so the synopsis? Far, so far, I think I have like one that I was going to read. <clears throat> so time is called Fox Rich fights for the release of her husband, Rob, who is serving a 60-year sentence in prison. Wow. I'm going to go to Crip Camp. Crip Camp. I'm torn People love between the disabled movies. I'm, por- I'm torn between the mole agent and I like the octopus teacher. That's a Netflix one. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, either way, it was a full length, so I might not have seen it anyway, yeah, to be honest. Because sure, yeah. uh, uh, you and I, at least, we started watching these pretty last minute. So Yeah, just this week. I'm going to go with Octopus Teacher. Yeah. Octopus okay. Teacher. And which one did you say? Crip Camp. Crip Camp. Crip Camp. For the rehabilitation of the Crip <clears throat> Gang members. <laughs> the Crip Gang members. <laughs> All, All right. right. Nice. So let's move it along to Best Animated Feature. Ah, this one's going to be easy. Easy. And the are, <laughs> yeah. And the noms are Onward, Over the Moon, a Sean the Sheep movie, Farmageddon, Soul, Wolfwalkers. Mm-hmm. Pedro, I think we're in agreement here, right? It yeah. starts with an S and ends with an L. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but before we say that, I know what everyone's thinking. It's Pixar. Pixar always gets it. Ha ha. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> because Pixar's here twice. Yeah. <laughs> Pixar is here in Onward and Soul. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, I'm going to do... <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm doing Soul, obviously. 100% Soul. Like, there's no doubt. Of, I, I would bet vast amounts of money that it's Soul. <laughs> yeah, no, Actually, sure, guaranteed. funny enough, the only two that I'm 100% sure on... I, I know I said 99, but the more I think about it, it's 100%. It's best animated feature on Soul, and then... Um, Best score being Soul. Those are like to me <laughs> yeah. shoe wins. Like it's, yeah, it's a, guaranteed wins. So I'm I'm kind of I I didn't see Wolf Walkers, but it looks so gorgeous, and it's by I the people that it. it's by the people that did Secret of Kells, which was also a gorgeous movie. But mm-hmm. Secret of Kells lost. I forgot what it lost. It lost to Pixar. <laughs> but, Obviously. So I think it's just gonna happen again. Unfortunately. Yeah, I, I think at this point everybody's tired. Of like, dude, we're never gonna win against Pixar unless you're yeah. Spider Man. We looked it up, and uh, Pixar only lost once, and I think it was like it lo- a good dinosaur lost, and I forgot who it lost to, but it was like, well, yeah, of course, good dinosaur is <laughs> gonna lose, you know? Yeah, that movie sucked, anyways. Or maybe um, it was Cars too. It was one of those. Yeah, something <laughs> like that. Yeah, it's uh, one of their weaker films. Of course, would have lost. Um, yeah, yeah. Onward was a great movie. I loved it. You know, to this day, I, yeah. I watch it and I still enjoy it. Um, it is. It is. Over the Moon is a good movie. I enjoyed it. Uh, the music was pretty catchy. Uh, Shaun of the Sheep, I haven't seen that one. And yeah, it, I don't really it, care about Shaun of the it's Sheep. The whole, uh, it's the Wallace and Gromit spinoff. Yeah. Shaun was uh, such a popular character that he got his spinoff for a couple movies. Yeah. And then Wolf Walkers, again, we didn't watch it, so we have nothing yeah. to say. But mm-hmm. it looks good. It looks gorgeous, but yep. not going to win. All right. Now we come to the heavy hitters, Pedro. All right. What do we got? Next up, we have... Best international feature film. Mm-hmm. And the noms are Another Round from Denmark, Better Days from Hong Kong, 
collective from Romania. The man who sold his skin from Tunisia. Kuvaizade, uh, Bosnia. Mm-hmm. Pedro. I've only seen one of these movies. Which one? Okay. But another round, obviously. Oh, okay. Just boy. checking. Just <laughs> My homeboy Mads, you know? Gotta give him, gotta yeah, give him yeah. some love. Well, because Cool Vadis was also on Hulu or Amazon. Yeah, it was on one of those. It's on Hulu. Two. Yeah. But, um, I mean. I, I was going to watch it, but I was just like. Eh. Yeah. Um, again, I think Cool uh, Vadis is going to win. I honestly, that's my opinion. I really think really interesting. But I'm giving it to another round just because I'm showing support. You know, mm. he doesn't care. He doesn't know me, but I still showing, <laughs> he doesn't know, you know me. You know, showing him some support here. So another round, yeah, man. For me. That yeah. All right. So we're we're in agreement. Um, I did. He- I have been hearing a lot of buzz about Cool Vadis. So. Yeah. Do, we read this, do you have the synopsis, Pedro, of these I do. movies? I do. I, I, oh. I actually just put it up. So cool. let, read it let's up start for from me. the beginning. Even, yeah. even for the ones that haven't seen another round. Here for is, sure. Yeah. Here's the summary for another round. Four friends, all high school teachers, test a theory that will improve their lives by maintaining a constant level of alcohol in their blood. Nice. Yeah. That's a great description. <laughs> it is. It's straight to the point. Yeah. Uh, we got Better Days from Hong Kong. Now, Better Days. <clears throat> a bullied teenage girl forms an unlikely friendship with a mysterious young man who protects her from her assailants, all while she copes with the pressures of her final exams. Interesting. Ooh. That actually sounds pretty dope. <laughs> yeah, it sounds nice. <laughs> all right. Next one is Collective from Romania. Um, this film follows a crack team of investigators at the Romanian newspaper as they try to uncover a vast wow. Care so it's a best doc and an international film. That's interesting. Yeah, I was like, wait, I read this already. <laughs> wow, Damn, my brain double dipping here. I know my, my brain like broke for a second because I'm like, uh, deja vu. Yeah, that's uh, they're double dipping here. Yeah, yeah. I mean, go for it. I, I yeah, think for sure. they did that. They did that last year. There was the one, I think it was called Honeyland. It was about the bees. Yeah. They double the bees, dipped yeah. that one. They double dipped it. Yeah. They put them I in don't international. Think they ever won either. No, neither one. They put it in international and documentary. So, all right. They pulled that again. Yeah. The next one is called The Man Who Sold His Skin from Tunisia. This one says, The journey of Sam Ali, a Syrian man who fled to Lebanon to escape the Syrian war, hoping to eventually join his lover in Paris. Mm. Mm. And then, Kuo Vadis Aida from Bosnia and Herzegovina. I don't know where that is. I know Bosnia. It must be next to Bosnia. (laughs) I know. I'm going to have to learn that one. All right, so this one is about Ida is a translator for the UN in the small town of Srebrenica. When the Bosnian Serb army takes over the town, her family is among the thousands of citizens looking for shelter in the UN camp. Ooh, that sounds intense. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That I think that movie is going to win it. It's been getting a lot of buzz, and I can see why. But I am also in agreement with you. I'm going to go with another round because it was just such a great, fun, a movie. sad, everything. It, the the yeah. movie gave me all the feels. And the ending alone is just fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah, it was. 
What a night. It was a... What a night. <laughs> I, I had that in my head all night, dude. What <laughs> <laughs> a beautiful, beautiful oh God, night. That's so good. <laughs> it, th- that ending was sad and liberating all at the same time. Exactly, exactly. It's intense. Cool. All right, so we're in agreement on here. Yeah. I, I still think uh, Cool by these eight is going to win, but... It is what it is. But even with that, you're still giving it. You're still going to yeah. do the another round. Okay, okay. Exactly. Okay. We're showing some support, man. All right. All right. Mm-hmm. We're going to take it now to Best Adapted Screenplay. Mm. And <laughs> the noms are Borat, Subsequent Movie Film, The Father, Nomadland, One Night in Miami, The White Tiger. Mm-hmm. So, Pedro... Here, I'm going to do the father. I am also in agreement. <laughs> yeah, because the the way we break that, like, uh, Borat was great. It's a good movie. I'm not gonna it's say it's interesting. So it's interesting. All these that Borat's movies were under, very interesting. Why do you think Borat's under adapted instead of original? I have no idea. I I was staring at that for a while, and I went, "What?" Unless because it's like semi documentary. But why would it be know. adapted, though? Because he's telling yeah. an original story unless the story is adapted from something. It's curious. I'd like to know more about that one. Uh, I'll, I'll look that up after. But that's the first yeah. thing that threw me off. I went, wait, which category am I in? Yeah. The Father is a play. Nomadland yes. is a book. One in Miami is a play. And yeah, I think yeah, White yeah. Tiger is also a book. Um so i white tiger is a netflix movie i was i was gonna watch that yeah i was gonna watch it too but honestly i saw it was nominated for one thing and i'm like i'd rather watch something that's been nominated for multiple things that that, that's pretty much how i dealt with my lack of time (laughs) yeah i agree i agree and and that's why i just said fuck it let me tackle the best pictures and go from there yeah um this is a curious one because i feel like nomadland is kind of sweeping everything this year um But the father has to win something, dude. And it's a good movie, and I think it's going to win at least the screenplay. Yeah. I'm in agreement with that one. Um, I honestly... Okay, so, you know, we watched The Father last night. I would have gave it to One Night in Miami, actually, before this. Oh, you're going to switch it up? I was, I was. But oh, then, okay. But then, then, I watched the the father. <laughs> then I watched The Father, and I'm like, oh nah, God, dude, this so is so, so original. So... Yeah, it's it's a tactic that's been seen before, but the way they did it made it feel original to me. So I'm like, yeah, yeah so this one's gonna take this one's gonna take something. And at this point, I'm like, yeah. the father, the father, the father. You gotta win something. So I, I, I'm I'm for sure, like, hundred percent sure is gonna win film editing. It has to, because that the way it was, the way it went, it was just perfect. Yeah, I hope um, it does. But and I think I it's gonna also win the best best adapted screenplay. I, I honestly do think it's gonna win that. It's so it's so good. Is yeah. at least those two for sure. Like I'm at hundred percent mm-hmm. at it. Like this, guaranteed. Yeah. Um, let's go on to the next one then. All right. Best original screenplay, and the mm-hmm. noms are Judas and the Black Messiah, Minari, Promising Young Woman, Sound of Metal, The Child of the Chicago Seven. So here, you know, my boy Aaron Sorkin, love that guy. Uh, for the for the child of Chicago Seven, I don't think he's gonna win that, unfortunately. I don't um, think so. I'm I'm gonna give it to a promising young woman. Mm. Yeah, 
it has to win something. Hmm. So I honestly feel it's going to win that. I don't think Judas is going to win. I don't think Minari is going to win. I don't think Sound of Metal is going to win. And I don't think Charles is going to win either. Damn, this one's tough. Uh, I originally was going to give it to Trial, and then I watched Judas, and I'm like, they might give it to Judas. I don't think Minari's going to get it. No, it's um, not. And Promising. Promising was good. There was something original about it at at a point that I'm like, hmm, that's a nice curveball. I'm going to go with I'm gonna go with trial. I'm gonna go with okay. Sorkin. Alright. Cool. I'm gonna go with Sorkin on this one, and that way we keep it different and see. Well, he, so he hasn't won with... anything since the social network, so good luck, buddy. Yeah, I know. That's a tough one. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Let's move it along to some of the bigger heavy hitters now. Pedro, do you wanna go with director? You wanna go with the actors first? What do you think? Let's go with the actors. All right. So best supporting actress and the noms are Maria Bakalova for Brussels subsequent for movie film. Glenn Close for Hillbilly LG. Mm-hmm. Olivia Colman for The Father. Amanda Seyfried for Mank. And Yoon Jung Young for Minari. What are you going with on this one, Pedro? So, Maria ba- Bakalova is the Marissa Tomei of the category. <laughs> it's You're the one that... There. Yeah. Well, okay. So, two reasons. I thought she did a great fucking job, but I also think she was just thrown in there as, like, the curveball black sheep of the group. If she wins, that would be absolutely bonkers, and it'll be just as crazy as when Marissa Tomei won for My Cousin Vinny. So that's what I'm thinking of when I see that. That being said, it'd be awesome if she won, but I don't think she's going to win. <clears throat> no, definitely <laughs> but not. I think I think she did a great job. So uh, we didn't watch Hillbilly Elegy, but... Um, but let me talk about that one. Glenn Close has been nominated like nine times at this point. Hasn't won. <clears throat> she hasn't won? Um, no, she's never won. Oh, And man. she's definitely not going to win for Hillbilly Elegy because that movie is toxic. And it's, yes. it's you know... I get it. Like we said, it's bad press. It's a terrible movie. It's bad um, press, yeah. And then Olivia Coleman for The Father, she was great in it. But she was she won the best... She won Best Actress for that... Uh, the Favorite. The Victorian movie. The Favorite. Oh, which, man. She did so good in The Favorite. Which which is funny here. Gang Close was supposed to win, but they gave it to Olivia Coleman. Mm. So Gang Close was supposed to win for the... That movie, um, The Lie or something like that. What was it called? Mm. I'm glad Olivia. I'm glad Which, Olivia she was Coleman great in. It. I honestly mm-hmm. thought Glenn Close was going to win it, but that curveball to Olivia Coleman was crazy. So Glenn Close is going to go again without winning another another Oscar. She's definitely yeah. going to win this one. I, I agree with that. And I don't think Olivia Coleman is going to win it, to be honest with you. Even though she did a good job. Yeah. I just seeing her name, I thought because Olivia Coleman is probably one of my favorite actresses right now, hands down. Everything she's in is awesome. She could do comedy, yeah. drama. She could do whatever the fuck she wants, and she's she a absolutely very kills it. Person. So when I watch The Father, I'm like, oh man, she's gonna kill it, and she did good. But now that I watch the movie as a whole, her part was more toned down than I thought it was gonna be. 
Mm-hmm. It was really it was really Anthony Hopkins film. Yeah. So that sure. being said, I'm gonna go with Mank, Amanda Seyfried. Oh shit! I'm gonna go with Yu Jong Yoon <laughs> for Minari, which is the grandma. The grandma. The grandma was great. Yeah. The grandma. The I'm grandma was actually one of my favorite characters. I'm I'm between those two. I'm in agreement with you, but I'm leaning more towards Amanda Seyfried for Mank because I really liked her. I really liked her character. You're locking that down. I'm locking down Amanda Seyfried, and you're All going right. with Yu Young. I think Yu Young's a good bet, though. I do think that's yeah. a good bet. I'm going with her for Minari. She did good. She did really good. Yeah, she was my favorite character there, actually. Yeah, she was great. <clears throat> Um, and 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 the up. boy, the uh, boy absolutely killed it too. <laughs> yeah, he was funny. He was great too. All right, next up we have best supporting actor. Mm-hmm. And the noms are Sasha Baron Cohen for The Child Chicago Seven, Daniel Kaluuya for Judas and the Black Messiah, Leslie Odom Jr. for One Night in Miami, Paul Rassi for Sound of Metal, and Lakeith Stanfield. With Judas and the Black Messiah. Mm-hmm. All right, Pedro. I think we're both in agreement here on where we're going on this one. Yeah, I think yeah. so. I think we're, so. We're, we're 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 probably in agreement. All right, Pedro. On the count of three, we'll go for it. One, All right. two, three. Daniel Kaluuya. Daniel Kaluuya. <laughs> right. I thought yeah. we were gonna have more unison on that one, but you know it's okay. It's okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Daniel Kaluuya, hands down, dude. He 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 fucking killed it in that role. Yeah, he killed it. I don't know why he's not best supporting. I mean, he's not best actor nom. Which yeah. Which is the weird part of this movie because he's not a supporting actor. I think he was. I mean. Uh, no, shit, no. Hard. I'm, I'm, I'm on the okay. flip side. Lakeith uh, is the actor. Is the, okay. While, while Kaluuya is the supporting, in my in my opinion. I think Lakeith was just thrown in there just to be thrown in there. Yeah. It's a weird Lakeith, one for sure. Lakeith to me is the odd one out here, honestly. Because Paul Rossi, Racy, I don't know how to pronounce his name. Yeah, me neither. He's the um, he's the friend in uh, yeah, and I thought he did so good. I'm watching him like great. And honestly, Leslie Odom Jr. is the one that I want to win. I really Mm -hmm. want him to win it, but that's why I gave him best song because he's not going to win it. (laughs) (laughs) Your consolation prize. (laughs) I, I really want him to win it. He's my fave. For that, but <laughs> the smart play is Kaluuya that absolutely killed it. Yeah. Now Sasha Baron Cohen, Sasha Baron Cohen did really good. He did in, good, um, but as that, I, I don't think I think he did better in his show than he did in this movie. Because yeah. in, in in this in this uh, in this in this um, in this movie he, he was just kind of the the char- he was his charismatic self. I feel like I feel like that's Sasha yes. Baron Cohen yeah, anywhere yeah. else. But that's also um, how that character. So he played as a real person. And fun fact, yeah. um, I was watching the movie and I saw that he had the American flag shirt when he was doing his speeches. And I'm watching and I'm like, where have I seen this before? <laughs> and then someone had posted on Instagram like a week later. And I'm like, there it is. So that guy, you remember in Forrest Gump? Oh, the Viet fucking Nam. And then. Oh. And he Shit. tells Gump, he tells Gump to go do the speech, and that's when the 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 sound all gets unplugged, and then he does the yeah. speech. The guy with the American flag, that's him. That, that that's the character. Oh, shit! Wow. Yeah. So he got he got a Forrest Gump cameo. 
his character. Oh, man, that's crazy. Yo, Forrest Gump did so much history, dude. Yeah, they did so much history that you just didn't get, you know? And it's like, oh, man, look at it. It's this fuck. I can't remember the act- the, the character's name right now, but I'm like, oh, it's this fucking guy. So someone posted it afterwards, and I'm like, that's where I know the shirt from. <laughs> Whoa. Because he had the crazy. classic shirt. But yeah, we're both in agreement. Daniel Kaluuya. <laughs> yeah, Daniel Kaluuya killed it, dude. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, if you want to see Sasha Baron in a deeper in a deeper show, you gotta watch that uh, spy movie, that spy show yeah. he did on Netflix. Which I actually really think good. it's called The Spy. That might be yeah, what I think it's it called. is. It's really good. <clears throat> definitely, definitely watch if you haven't seen it. Yeah. All right. Next up, we're gonna go to Best Actor because this is a landslide, regardless. Um, and the noms are for Best Actor: Riz Ahmed, Sound the Metal; mm-hmm. Chadwick Boseman, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Yeah, Anthony Hopkins, the father, Gary Oldman, Mank, and Stephen Young for Minari. Yep. Pedro, I'll let you go. I'll let you take this one first. All right. I want. I'm not picking him, but I want it to be Gary Oldman because Gary oh. Oldman has never. Gary Oldman has never won, ever. Okay. And yeah. I would love for him to finally win his. Yeah. But he's not. He's not going to win it. He's not. No, he's not. Unfortunately, Stephen Young did a really good uh, first ride out of like nominations, he but did. he still got. But he could do better. He could do yeah, better. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't think he he could beat out second place in this list for me. Yeah. Then we got Anthony Hopkins, who absolutely did so amazing good. in it. Oh my god, he killed that role, dude! He killed that role. But it's Anthony Hopkins. He's done so much good shit, you know. Yeah. I, 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 after a while, they're kind of like, "You're a legend. Do you really need another one?" Nah. Yeah. So he's not it's gonna like, get it. He, he's like Meryl Streep at this point. Like, yeah, exactly. You'll always be it, nominated. Yes, exactly. If you're if you kick ass in a, in a in a movie that they consider Oscar worthy, that's it. You're you're pretty much fucking set. You know. Same thing yeah. with Gary Oldman. Gary Oldman's the exact same thing. At that point, you're set. But the thing is, Gary Oldman's never won. That's why I'm like, oh, you should totally win, but you're not gonna win this one. Not and then you got, and then Riz, which was my go-to when I started okay. this category. I was like, yo, I, I've only seen the trailer, and I already know he's gonna kill this role. Yeah, he did great. But then I saw Ma Rainey, and I'm like, you know what? The hype is real. The yeah, hype Chabot is real. Killed it in this dude, Bozeman. Chadwick absolutely demolished that role. He had so much range within the yeah. same role. And obviously, mm-hmm. he's dead. So it's his last chance to get the gold. They're going to give it to yeah. him. It's yeah. Chadwick, for sure. And I think he's and, been winning it all along, too. And some people are thinking, oh, they're going to give it to him because he's dead. I thought that until no, I no. saw the movie. I saw the movie yeah. and I went, no, he's going to get it because he fucking deserved it. Yeah. Yeah, he definitely. Even if, uh, I agree even with if you. he wasn't dead, even if he wasn't dead, I would still be saying the exact same thing. He's gonna get this one, and he should. Yeah, I, I think the the fact that he's dead kind of adds more to like why he should get it. Right. But overall, like he he did so good in that role. It's the that same. He thing. definitely needs it. <clears throat> it's the same thing with Heath Ledger. Everyone's like, "Oh, they got him for Joker." I mean, that's not really a Oscar movie. And they're just going to give it to him because he's dead. But then when you watch Dark Knight, you're like, nah, dude. This fucking guy right here yeah. was the character. He did, something, he did something so unique with that character that I don't think people... People have been trying to... Have been copying it since. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So... Um, for I, sure, I, uh, Chadwick is winning this. I'm like 90% sure on this one. It's got to be. He deserves the shit out of it, man. 
He deserves yeah. it. Uh, um, he deserves it because he deserves it for sure. And it just, it's perfect for this time. It's perfect for his memory. It's just perfect for everything. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, it's like, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I don't, I think if Chadwick wasn't on this list, I would have given it to Anthony Hopkins because he did such a good job with the mental breakdown of his character and fucking that's i don't know they're like it can't get better than that you know yeah and yeah i, I didn't see mank so i don't know how gary oldman did but i'm pretty sure he killed it he's great um, he's just a uh drunk asshole very charismatic so i mean for uh, you the one who compared at this point between both of them you know <laughs> and um uh, between think, Hopkins think, and Oldman, I, I just you know I'm, I'm a sucker for Oldman, so I would have gave it to him. I said if you're gonna if you're gonna put two of those but, legend but, status, but, but but give me but give me an objectiveness, not not because uh, he's never won it. Be objective, right, right, right. If I'm gonna be objective, the role that I enjoyed more was Anthony Hopkins, and it, and it, yeah. and it caused more. So more range, more for skill. Sure. Objectively, yes, Anthony Hopkins between those two. Yeah. Look, Gary Oldman should have won it for. Uh, when he did, uh, when he was Churchill. Yes. I forgot yes. what movie was that. Uh, I forgot the name of that movie. Darkest Hour. Darkest Hour. Like, he fucking killed it in that role. Mm-hmm. I don't even know why he didn't win. Let me check that out. Anyways. But, um, <laughs> I'll look into it right now. But he, he killed it. And for me, you know, Steven Young could do better. Riz Ahmed, you know, he's a great actor. And he's, he, he's great, but wasn't quite there yet. But he was there. He, like, he was right there. Yeah, he was. For me, I I don't think he's gonna get it. I mean, the fact that he he learned sign language, <laughs> I'm just oh. like that. That's insane. He's he's great, man. I, I'm I'm excited to see him and Steven Yeun in, in in future projects that are on this caliber. I'm, I'm yeah, I'm for sure, for sure. Um, are you looking at who 20, lost to? Yeah, it's the 2018. Um, it was the 2018 Oscars. Did he lose to Daniel Day Lewis? <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Um, I'm trying to remember. I think Darkest Hour was the same year as Phantom Thread. I don't remember. Yeah, I'm trying to look at right now. Oh wait, he won. Oh, he did. Darkest Hour. No, yeah. he didn't. What? Yeah. Oh shit. Academy Awards. It says, You're here, not... it says here he won. Academy Awards. I don't remember that. <laughs> Let me look at it. Twenty eighteen. Wait a minute. If that's the case, then I don't know what this old Gary Oldman talk is. <laughs> oh wait. You you might you might be thinking of Golden Globes. No, yeah, he won twenty seventeen. Gary wow. Oldman, Winston Churchill. He he beat out Daniel Day in twenty seventeen. Oh shit! And he beat Daniel Day. Yeah. good man well there it, we go it, it was deserved though because i'm looking at the list it was uh gary oman darkest hour timothy mm-hmm. chamalay chamalot or whatever uh-huh, uh-huh. for comment by your name daniel day for a phantom threat daniel kaluuya for get out and denzel for roman j esquire uh-huh. so yeah it makes sense like in the scheme of this yes he was definitely the best one, and then I'll Damn. take it with Daniel Day. After I that. I forgot that Kaluuya was nominated for Get Out. Oh, I'm so glad he got he got that nomination. Yeah, he was really good in that movie. 
Well, shit, Gary Oldman won, so enough of this shit. <laughs> yeah, he won, dude. He, he won here, here I was giving him the pity unobjectiveness, and now I'm like, nah, you got it, homie. <laughs> <laughs> no, I got, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta see if we have a podcast about that because. It was we probably do, and I we must have been recording. We that. must have, and I just didn't remember. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I must not have uh, remembered. Great. Well, there we go. I was there rooting for him. I was rooting for him for so long that I forgot that he actually won. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like um, uh, what's his name? Um, uh, Leo. Leo, we've been rooting for yeah. him for so long, and then he finally won it. And we're like, all right, yeah. cool. Yeah, you're, you're, yeah. you're good. Yeah, yeah, he, he won for uh, best actor. There we go. Good job, man. There we go. I, I, I knew he killed it somewhere. So yeah, next up, best actress, and the noms are Viola Davis for Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, Andrea Day for United States versus Billie Holiday, Vanessa Kirby for Pieces of a Woman, Frances McDermott for Nomadland, and Carrie Mulligan. For promising young woman. Mm-hmm. Pedro. I'm going to do Francis McDermott. Because that one has the most love right now. And I think that's the one that's going to win. To be honest with you. So do I think won. she deserves it? No. Ah, interesting. But I still think, think that she's going to win it. Yeah. I'm torn between Francis McDormand and Viola Davis. And they are both ones that win all the time. And Frances McDormand, the last time she won, it was for the three billboards, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Yeah, I don't but, think Frances deserves it for this movie, to be honest with you. I don't know. I actually think she does. So, um, you, you might be on the same boat. Did you watch Pieces of a Woman? Yes. Oh, you I, did. I, so, I you, think, so you did. See. I, I think this is where I was going with that. I think Vanessa should should get this. Interesting. Okay, so I haven't seen but that I, one. I don't think she's. I don't think she's going to though. Hmm. So I haven't seen this one, and I haven't seen United States versus uh, Billy Holiday. So I don't know I about see Andrew. That one. I don't know about Andrew Day. So those are the two I'm missing. Uh, I saw Carrie Mulligan in uh, Promising a Woman. I don't think yeah, she did a good job. She, she I don't did. Think a, it's... Yeah, I don't know. Her getting nominated feels like they just threw her in there to me yeah. for the nom. I'm gonna go with yeah honestly I'm torn between those two and Viola killed it and she always gets good shit and really good Francis Francis McDormand also killed it um I actually think she she deserves I think both of them deserve the nom very much I'm gonna go with Francis as well actually I'm gonna go with Francis it's just logical dude she's gonna win it but I thought she did really good for just what the movie was because yeah, no. In, in Billboard, she was know, kind of I, like I, that. Melon. She 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 does a really good melancholy. She does a really she does. good. Well, she does a good everything, honestly. Because I was just watching Fargo the other day, and I'm like, God, you're so fucking funny. <laughs> yeah. And then she gets she so scary all of a sudden too. So yeah. yeah. Frances McDermott has range, and she could do a lot of stuff. But my thing is, is that she didn't do nothing special in Nomadland. I feel like Viola Davis did something more special than Frances McDermott did. In Nomadland. Mm. But I honestly do feel that Vanessa Kirby did a really good job. I want to see that one. Uh, I, I know it's on Netflix. I got to watch it. Yeah. Pieces of a So woman. what are you doing, you said? I'm going with Francis McDormand. I, I agree with you. Okay. I have to watch We're both going for these. the dub then. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, United States Billy Holiday's on Hulu. I got to watch that one. Yeah. Interesting. Well, 
We have the final two, Pedro. The final two. First up is Best Director. Mm-hmm. Best Director. And the noms are Another Round, Thomas Vintenberg. Mank, David Fincher. Minari, Lee Isaac Chung. Chung. Nomadland, Chloe Zhao. Promising Young Woman, Emerald Fennel. Hmm. Pedro, I think uh, we know where this is going. I don't know, actually. <laughs> oh, really? I, oh. I don't know. I don't okay. know where this is going. I, I'm torn between two, actually. <clears throat> I, I'm doing Nomadland because Chloe Zhao is getting too much love. So that's my first one. That That's the obvious choice. So I'm in agreement on that being the obvious one. But maybe Thomas Vinterberg. Dude, I know you love another round. <laughs> but that movie ain't gonna win shit, dude. I'm telling you that right now. Um, it's, it, it's a good movie, but it's not gonna win Best International. It's not gonna win Best Director. Ooh, that's right. I forgot you voted against it for International. Oh, no, you voted no, for no, it. I but, voted but you for still... it, but I, it's not gonna uh, win. Okay, okay, okay. So, uh, right here, I'm gonna go for the dub and... Uh, no matter yeah. that, Chloe Zhao is gonna win it. Chloe Zhao, hands down. She she's getting so much buzz that yeah 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 she's win. And, and yeah. I, I I am in agreement with that. Um, you know that, even though that the was, other movies they good. That was my initial one. The only reason why I'm entertaining the thought of another round is just because of the uh, story behind the movie. Yeah, that he was about to start filming it, and then uh, his daughter. The director's daughter was going to play as the daughter of Mads Mikkelsen, and she died in a car crash two oh. weeks before they started filming. Oh, my God. So, he obviously, he was devastated, and ah. they put the whole movie on hold for months, and then they rewrote the part for him to have two sons rather than a daughter because his daughter's role is gone. Fuck. So, when you watch the movie, at the end, he dedicates the movie to her. Yeah, I was wondering why, what that meant. Yeah, it was his daughter. And Fuck. then he, he's won a lot of the international festivals, and he always dedicates this to his daughter. And I'm like, oof. Oof. That's a good one, Pedro. I'm like, ooh. But objectively, I don't think it's going to happen, happen either. But th- that's why I'm entertaining the thought, just because of that. Because it's yeah. like, dude, he literally put his heart and soul into this. Dude, I think that movie would have been better with a daughter, now that I'm thinking about it. Yeah, and that's what it was supposed to be. Yeah. Fuck. Uh, yep. Yeah, the girl would have played way much better in that movie than the boy. Mm-hmm. Like she was the older have, daughter. She was supposed to have a bigger role. Boy. So, yeah. Fuck. <laughs> and then he just wrote it off. He's like, I can't do this. I can't even recast a daughter in that role because then he'll just see his daughter. And then he was like, yep, I can't. So just redid it completely. Wow. Mm-hmm. Now that I'm thinking about it, I think a daughter would have been better in that role. I think so, too. Especially since it's the daughter of the director. So he would have added the extra umph to it you know shit yeah man so what a sad story so that's the story behind it but that being said we're both still in agreement nomadland for chloe zhao nomadland chloe zhao yeah all right and last but not least and the most important one i would say yes best picture all right and the noms are the father judas and the black messiah mank Minari, Nomadland, Promising Young Woman, Sound of Metal, The Trial of Chicago 7. All right, Pedro. 
Let's break this down, okay? Yeah. Overall, let's start though, off. Overall, I think it's I think it's a great list. It's a good list, but I'll tell you something right now. Hmm. I don't think promising young woman belongs in this list. I also don't think Minari belongs in the list. I think those are the two odd ones out. Mm-hmm. I uh, agree with promising you. Promising young woman. Promising young woman definitely was not a uh, a Oscar movie for me. Yeah, like in none, in any sense at all. Agree. You know what I think was happening here, Pedro, is that pieces of a woman were supposed to be there instead of promising young woman. But because of but the because whole because of Shia LaBeouf, that movie just it became, you know, a fucking toxic piece of movie. Yeah. And it sucks for Vanessa Kirby that she's on the back end of that just because of Shia LaBeouf. Mm-hmm. Um I think this movie would have played higher in this year's Oscars if it wasn't for the Shia LaBeouf thing. I agree. And and it honestly, it deserves to be in the mm. best picture talk instead of Promising Young Woman. I don't think Promising Young Woman I I seriously don't think Promising Young Woman is an Oscar movie. There's, it's a good movie, but there's nothing about it that screams Oscar worthy. I was gonna tell you that it felt like it's it's a thriller, dark comedy, Ish. sort of. <laughs> it just yeah. felt it, it. As I'm watching it, I'm like, this is a good movie. Don't get me wrong. This yeah, it's is a, a good, good movie. movie. I just don't think it's there. But I don't understand why it's here. <laughs> no, there, uh, there's nothing special about it. To be honest with you, the, the way I feel about this movie getting nominated is how a lot of people felt about Avatar getting nominated because they're like, "This is an action movie. What the fuck is this doing here? This is Pocahontas shit." You know? Yeah. A lot of people felt that for for Avatar. <clears throat> but you know, it's funny because like I I don't. I think the Oscar list should be diverse, right? There should be various different movies. I think best of a genre should be part of the of the Oscars, right? I honestly do feel. But I don't think Promising Young Woman is anything special to be in there. You know what I'm saying? Like, like let, let's take it back to that year Logan came out. I think Logan should have been there. You know, I think Logan deserved to a nod because yeah. I, I felt that movie had everything you probably want in a movie, but only because it wasn't an indie personal story i mean it was a personal story to be honest with you but it wasn't an indie you know fucking whatever well it, it was it was loves. at the end of the day it was Drama. a superhero movie it was still a superhero movie at the end of the day exactly and i know you could say oh they did joker and dark knight it's like yes but there's nothing super they're just you know it's just crime yeah with costumes yeah <laughs> while logan is straight up powers straight up yeah you know but it it, it felt special like you know and Promising Woman doesn't feel that way. It just... Mm-hmm. I even saw the twist coming. <laughs> you know, when... when, when Oh, yeah, yeah. Whoa, wait, wait, wait. Well, for people that haven't seen it, don't, don't bring okay. it up. But but I know what no, you're no. talking about. I saw that twist coming. I'm just like, as soon as that guy got introduced, I'm like, oh, okay, I know where this is going now. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But, you know, regardless, <laughs> that movie, as good as it was, it's not an Oscar good to me. I agree. I don't and think it I... should have been there. Yeah, I, I, I'm feeling, I honestly, seriously, in, in my bones of bones, that movie is in there because pieces of a woman fell apart. Yeah, I, um, <clears throat> I felt that Minari also shouldn't be nominated. Minari to me is the uh, the Irishman of this one. Uh, They're putting it in there because it's got the feel of it, but to me, at the end of the day, the bones of it. I'm not feeling it. Uh, it was really the ending of Minari that I didn't like. Why? What happened? In the, what, what, what about it that you didn't like? 
it just kind of it fell apart for you. There was no resolution. Yeah, it was like, oh, look at this, everyone going through all these problems. And then it does a time jump and it goes, but everything is happily ever after. And I'm like, what? You just did that without resolving any of the problems the characters had. It's just kind of like, oh, there it is. It's all good. It's all good. And I'm like, really? I I didn't like that they fast forwarded that part. I didn't care for that. Interesting. Yeah. So it fell apart for me. So I. It's it's uh, crazy because it's like. It's like one movie that I felt, you know, I'm, I'm not talking about, you know, I'm talking about like the last year or whatever. Oh, previous. How like, yeah. uh, like, uh, uh, Uncut Gems should have been part of, should have gotten a nod and never did, you know? Yeah. And yeah. It's like, yeah. I wish, I wish Uncut Gems would have came out <laughs> like last year mm-hmm. or something because it would have, I think it would have made the list, you know? Yeah. Um, and, and honestly, I don't, I don't, apart from promising a uh, piece of a woman, I don't really think or know of any movie that got, uh, snubbed snubbed you know i forgot to look up lists of what people think is snubbed but um a lot of people i know you and i disagree very strongly on this but a lot of people think that the five bloods got snubbed no it did not it did not that movie was that does not deserve to be on this list but you know what now that i brought that up you know who did get snubbed i think delroy lindo for supporting actor from the five bloods oh yeah he did great job dude yeah He was the he, he was the Trump supporter character. Oh my god, he was so fucking good. The movie good. was not good, but his character was so good. I think he should have got it instead of Lakeith for that category. Yeah, yeah I agree. And but he would have won that one though. He wouldn't have won either, but I would have preferred Delroy Lindo to, to get the nom sure. over Lakeith. So that's a snub that came to mind when I when I saw the list because everyone was saying, "Oh, Five Bloods." I'm like, "No. If anything, there's to be from salvaging that from that movie. It's the actor. It's that part." Yeah, he did good. <laughs> All right, let, you know, One Night in Miami should have been a Best Picture nod. Oh, over, yes, over Minari or Promising Young Woman. If I'm not agreed the here. Yes, yes, and oh it, and when God. it comes to Best Director, I think um, she should have been yes Best Director yes. over Promising um, Young Woman. Um, Oh my What's god, I blanked, um, I blanked out on her name. From Watchmen and Boondocks. <laughs> Fuck. Um, Regina King. Regina King. Regina King. <laughs> Regina King should have been here instead of promising young woman Emerald Fennel. Yes. I think Regina 100%. King. 100%. Like, like, she got snubbed, honestly, straight up. Regina King she got snubbed. Uh, One Night in Miami got snubbed. Yes, yep. I'm, I'm 100%, 100%. I would have kicked out Minari or Promising Young Woman out of this list and put that one. Yeah, for sure. That's a snuff for me. Yep. I agree. Uh, let's see. I'm, I'm looking at more lists here to see what's up. Oh, some snub um, lists. I'm telling you, you're going to see Five Bloods and everyone's going to go, nah, 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 Yeah. No. Somebody put here Five Bloods in almost everything. I'm like, eh. Not Five at all. probably deserved only that one actor. Yeah, they That's wanted Spike it. Lee to get nominated for that. I'm like, get out of here, dude. Nah, this was Spike Lee's. It. it was one of his worst works, easily. Yeah, somebody put here uh, Aaron Sorkin as best director snub. Uh, I'm not sure about that. Aaron Sorkin was trial. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't. I don't know about that. Um. Yeah, I don't know about that one either. I don't know about that one. Yeah, I don't think about that. One. It was it wasn't bad. I just don't, I don't think he um, I don't think he deserved to be a director. It just felt yeah. very basic to me. The direction of that movie, just nothing special. Let's see. Um, 
I'm going to go to another one here. Let's see here. For the um, snubs, right? Yeah. So I'm going to put here Bakurao. I don't know what that is. I don't know that one. It's probably uh, one of the foreign films. It's a Brazilian films. movie, it seems like. Yeah. I mean, according to uh, Edgar Wright in one of the podcasts, he was he's part of the panel that decided which international film made it to best international film. And he said he watched hundreds of films because every country practically throws in their pick. Each country gets one slot. So he said he watched tons and tons. And he said there were so many that he wanted to make on the list, but they were only allowed the five. So they had to chop that shit down big time. So yeah, if someone Um, says, oh, this movie should have been nommed, I believe it. (laughs) For international, there's a lot of good shit out there. What about, I'm thinking of ending things. Apparently, a lot of people love that movie. I didn't see that Uh, one. Charlie Kaufman movie. It's a Netflix film. Oh, his movies are so trippy. So It has Meth Damon in it. His movies are so trippy. He did uh, Being John Malkovich and Eternal Sunshine. So all of his movies are really, really out there. That's one of the ones that's on my list that I wanted to watch on Netflix. Haven't got around to it. Somebody put here on the rocks the uh, eh. Sofia Coppola one. Yeah, that's the Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy. Wow, Bill Murray. I don't know <laughs> how Bill I Murray. can. Bill Murray and um, I forgot this this uh, woman's name from Parks and Rec. Yeah, I know you're talking about. I'm blanked out on her name, and I've been watching The Office, so she was there, and I still forgot her name. Well, what do you think of uh, Invisible Man? But for her. Uh, she did a good enough job. <coughs> she did, but let's see. So she would be best actress. Who would I want for them to kick out? Carrie Mulligan, I guess. Carrie Mulligan. I, I mean, honestly, I'm wiping Promising Young Woman off of this entire thing. I don't yeah, think that yeah. was good enough to be here, to be honest. Yeah, so I didn't even think about her, but she did great. I think she always does great. And yeah, if I had to choose of... I definitely want I, w- I would want her over Carrie Mulligan on the list. So yeah, I could agree with that snub, sure. But that to me wasn't yeah. one of the oh my god yeah snubs. Like, nah, nah. Like, I mean, like, she did good. I, I don't like, think she killed it though. Like all the ones we mentioned before, especially the director, we were like oh my god, that's a fucking snub, like by far. Yeah, no, for one man in Miami is the biggest snub. I think. I I I, I think so too. It should have gotten more love. Picture and director for sure, but I do think that they chose the right the right supporting actor for for the movie. Like Leslie Odom was easily the best character in that in that film. Yeah. Well, what do you, what do you think of um, I care a lot? You think that's a uh, in in time for this one or next year? It's next year, right? I think so. I don't remember when it came out. I saw it recently, so I care a lot came out. I but I March. I care a lot. I would put on the same level as Promising Young Woman because they're thrillers. Really, they're thrillers. I I I don't mean by quality. I prefer I care a lot over the movie. But as I think far she as did a, a really good job there. As far as a thriller though, I would give it. I I would say they're in the same category. I think I think she did better than Promising Young Woman. Carrie Mulligan. Yes, I do agree with that. And Peter Dinklage was fucking great. As usual, <laughs> he was so good. I, I I think this movie would be for 2022. To be honest with you, I think so too. If anything, 
Uh, but anyways, I, I, just, I don't think it'll get nommed, uh-huh. but but if it does, it's next year. Yeah. So let's get down to it. Yeah. Back so to pr- Beck's picture. We pretty much got through all the snubs that we thought with yeah. One Night in Miami being the biggest. So continue. Um, Sound of Metal, I think, was a good movie, but I don't think it should win. That would have been one of my top contenders, though, over Mank. Really? Yeah, over Mank, for sure. Over Promising, obviously. Over Minari, obviously. I would have put Sound of Metal over Trial. I would have put Sound... Huh. Uh, I would have put Sound of Metal on top three. Hmm. Yeah, I would put I, I would put Sound of Metal over Judas as well. Top three with wow. me with, with me would be Sound of Metal, Nomad, and Father. That's my top three. Hmm. Interesting. I think Nomad's gonna win it, but I don't want them to. You know, I I would I would do Father Judas and Sound of Metal. Oh okay. All right. So let, let, let's go here, Pedro. Let's do this then, because we we pretty much talked about all the, all these movies except probably we didn't talk a bunch of uh, Nomad or Minari. Right. Um, well, I I, I I I talked about a Minari a little bit. Yeah, we didn't talk much about Judas or Nomad. I mean, for me, Nomad, what I liked about Nomad is the fact that it it felt like there was a lot of real people in the movie. Yes. Like, and I, I honestly do think those people were real, the majority of people in this movie. Come to I think, think of it, I, I, I felt the same for Sound of Metal, though. There's a lot of real people there. I, I, the I, deaf I, people, I, yeah, you're right. But not even just the deaf, but just everyone felt real. It didn't feel like actors, you know. There was a lot of unknowns in that film. And yeah, of course, a lot of them, I'm sure, were, were really... Actually, I'm pretty sure all of them were really deaf, but yeah, it just felt real. So <clears throat> I would put Nomadland and Sound of Metal on that level of like it just of felt realness. real. It almost felt yeah. like a doc a documentary that we were following along rather than a film. Yeah, Th- that's how I felt about Nomad. It literally felt like a doc to me. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, but I, I don't, I don't think Nomad. I mean, right, okay, I don't think Nomad is good enough. But mm-hmm. what I think is gonna win, Nomadland for sure. Yes. Hands down is gonna win it. I what I want to down. win, yeah. What I want to win is the father. We're, we're, but we're in Nomad there is for sure gonna win it. Yeah, um, I'm, gar- I'm guarantee like fucking a guarantee that that Nomad is gonna win. I also, I also think Nomad's gonna win. But I want Father to win. But that being said, if I'm going to give someone the vote, I'm still going to give Father the vote. Yeah, I'm giving Father the vote. We're in agreement. Uh, oh, shit. So I, I didn't think you were going to do that. Yeah. I'm going to give no, no, Father no, no, no. the vote. The Father should win because it's such a fucking great movie. The movie. But my thing is, yeah. like, no Madland is going to win. I, I already know that. Like, it's there's no debate at this point because I feel like the momentum is going too much to that movie. It is. So it it's going to win it. But I do believe The Father is the best movie out of all of these movies. <laughs> I agree. Like, I do. Uh, the Father is such a fascinating movie. It's so intriguing, dude. I just, I don't, I can't see any of these movies beating it. But yeah, Nomad has too much momentum, and I think that's going to win. Yeah, the, the way it kept me thinking at the end, none of the yeah, other I, movies did that to me. None of them. And, and I'm still, th- I, I still don't know what was real. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, 
like because the, the thing is a lot of things were jumbled yeah it's just fuck it was just so fascinating the way everything mm-hmm. was played out it was just oh my god yeah i'm still thinking about it like i'm like i, I don't i'm still trying to figure out what was real and what was yeah real. yeah yeah no it's fucking awesome yeah shit and it was so perfectly acted too i don't know but uh, I I agree. I'm also gonna go for the vote. I don't think it'll win, but I'm hoping it will. So I'm gonna give it that that vote. Yeah. I'm hoping for the best. Yeah. But for sure, Dumbass is gonna win. I would like to be pleasantly surprised. It was like that year where La La Land was was gonna win. Everybody thought it was a shoe in, and then Moonlight won. Oh so yeah, you're right. I, I want something special like that to happen again. Yep. Um, you know you know which I one also had one was the Spotlight. Remember when Spotlight won? Oh, everyone, Spotlight came out of nowhere. I know. Like, everyone was like, whoa. The fuck? Why did this movie win? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm hoping I I'm hoping this is one of those. Yeah. That, that, was, that, that came out of nowhere, though. I'm going to try to figure out what movie it was up against. Because I know there was one movie that was like, oh, this is winning. Like, this is it. Yeah. So, as Let's usual see. with this, as we watch them, or if we don't watch them live, as we hear about them, we're going to start tallying up and see who wins. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. Yeah, I got to, let me figure out what it was up against, because that one was a, a twist. Yeah, I definitely wasn't going for it, but also I didn't see that movie. I have yet to see that movie. Oh, I saw it. It was good. Mm. I have yet to see it, so I wasn't sure exactly... Um. I wasn't sure exactly how good it was, so it, it surprised the fuck out of me when it won. Yeah, it was the one by far one of the most surprising ones. All right, it went up against The Big Short, Bridge uh, of Spies, Brooklyn, Mad oof. Max, The Martian, Revenant, Room. So you I see, g- I, I I gave it to Revenant. Exactly, I, I, I thought Revenant, Revenant was gonna win that. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But it like came out of nowhere. Yeah, right. Yo, that's a crazy year for Spotlight to win because yeah. Big Short was amazing. Big Short was Martian great. was great. Martian was Room great. Room was great. Fucking Mad Max, dude. Mad Max still... was great. Wow, what a crazy year for it to pull that one out of its ass. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. But yeah, I I definitely won for Revenant on that on that year, 100%. But it's all good. We, yeah. we 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 had the a Leo win that year, so it's okay. Yeah, Leo won for Revenant. Mm-hmm. And and the director won. Inaruto won. Yeah. For Revenant also. Of course he did. The guy's a fucking monster. <laughs> yeah. He he just he just pops out Oscar movies, man. Yeah. He's a great director, dude. He's such a good director. Mm-hmm. But yeah, for sure. Like the. Yeah. That's pretty much it, man. That is That's it. the end of our list. Mm-hmm. Let us know your thoughts on the 2021 Oscars. Let us know if you agree with us and what's happening. And we'll be back to recap what actually happened. Yeah. And see who won. Next week. <laughs> Let's see. Let's see how it happens. This is it, kids. Alrighty. The Oscars are Sunday. Watch yeah. it. Get ready. Till next time. Bye-bye.